Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, everyone. Alex here with a short message ahead of today's episode. Throughout this season, we have been taking a number of measures to ensure that we can maintain production through the COVID outbreak in a safe and sustainable manner. Producing content under these conditions takes significantly more time and resources than normal, and as a result of this, we elected to split this final season into three acts. This is so that we can have a short hiatus between acts, which allows us to ease the pressure on our tireless production team, and thus ensure that all episodes are kept to our highest quality. Today's episode marks the end of Act 1 of this fifth and final season of the Magnus Archives. This means that following this episode we will be taking a six-week hiatus, during which we will be releasing special content on our normal, weekly schedule. 
The story will continue with Act 2, which releases to the public on Thursday 3rd of September 2020. We thank you for your patience and understanding as we take the time we need to ensure that everyone working on this show stays happy and healthy. That's all for now, apart from saying, as always, be kind to one another, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Rusty Quill presents The Magnus Archives Episode 176 Blood Ties You're the one that's slowing down. I am not. You are. You're dragging your feet. What's up? What aren't you telling me? Martin, please. I'm trying to find our way to Basira. Talk to me, John. I'm fine. Glad to hear. And the fact that we're hunting our friend in a domain of the hunt isn't getting to you at all? Not even a little bit? Hmm? I don't like betraying someone's trust like this. It's not a betrayal if you're doing it to help. I'm not so sure. Look, if it was me in her shoes, I'm sure I'd forgive you. It's for the best. Hmm. Look, you'll feel better about it when it's done. Okay, putting it off, it's it's just going to make you feel worse. Hmm. Besides, I thought the hunt was meant to make you go faster. Depends on the type of pursuit. Besides, the chase isn't really the point of this particular place. Oh, no? No. I can't believe I'm asking this, but what is the point, then? Have you ever had your friends turn on you? People you thought you could count on? I mean... I worry about it, but... Actually, no. Not like a full-blown betrayal or anything. I'm glad. Because this place focuses on that worry, that fear of your own pack turning their claws on you. Is that really a hunt thing? Can be. The old divisions don't mean as much these days. Maybe they never did. The domains are smaller, more personal than the powers. They don't just feed on the worst fears of the people trapped there, they're shaped by them too. It's enough to fear the domain itself, if not the entire power behind it. (laughs) We should get that on a mug. You don't have to fear the hunt to be trapped here. But it helps. So can we just move on? Soon. Look, John, I didn't want to say this, but we either need to move on or you need to tell me what's going on, because... I think we're being followed. We are. Oh. Okay. That's not what I wanted to actually hear. I know. That's why I didn't mention it before. 
but we're safe, right? As long as you remain calm, yes. Absolutely. So, so are you going to tell me what's going on? What the plan is? We're going to find Basira. No, John, that's the goal. What I want is the plan. The steps in between that need us to be hunted through the woods. I'm flying blind here. I'm... Yeah, I'm sorry. I do know what I'm doing. How nice for you, but I don't unless you tell me. How how are we even going to approach Basira? It's tricky. She's... She's had a bad time. I mean, haven't we all? No. No, we haven't. Right. If we approach her directly, she's likely to bolt. And she can move a lot quicker than we can. Uh, yeah, okay, but I'm still not hearing a plan as such. Uh, what? Uh, hold on. Oh my god, are you actually serious right now? I'm sorry. <sighs> Fine, just... I'll keep a lookout, be quick. I'll do my best. Feet pound, silent whisper, silent blood on lips, blood on teeth, blood scent of hated prey flows through veins and into feet pound, silent in pursuit. Teeth smile, ready to kill. The lashing branches reach and claw and try to hold back the charging vengeance of the pack, but they slip and fall away. The killers make no sound as they move across the forest floor, their steps quick and certain. In the distance they hear the crashing stumble of the one who deserves to be hunted, all stealth forgotten in the panicked flight from righteous cleansing violence. There are no names among the pack, no words, only a razor-keen unity of purpose, a shared loathing of the sickly scent of the one they chase, a mutual determination that their quarry does not deserve to live. If any were able to form the words to express them, no doubt the crimes listed of their prey would be as varied as the pack themselves, and some, perhaps, even true. But that is not important, not really. Not the driving, pounding need behind the hunt. What spurs pursuit of tooth and claw is not some calmly made assessment or solemn judgment on the weight of the hunted sin. It is the need to tear and rend and coat their faces slick with the blood of the guilty that pulses through every fibre of them. The thumping need inside their head to hate and to be right within that hate. To taste the blood of those that have declared themselves deserving of it. But as the pack runs, each and all among them are afraid. Of what? The pounding in their heart drowns out the unease, makes it hard to taste and feel it out, but it is there. Are they afraid of their prey, fleeing in abject terror, their trail marked clear by the scent of fear? No, it can't be. But what else could it be? Surely not their packmates, sprinting along beside, leaping, jumping, grinning in anticipation, moving as a group, their minds as one, never looking each other in the eye. Up ahead, the quarry trips, cries out, tumbles to the floor in a desperate heap. They try to stagger to their feet, but they are caught in the undergrowth, ankle twisted, vines wrapped around it. 
They already lost their boots, and now their bare and muddy foot is trapped, flesh and dirt and oozing blood. The blood that fills the nostrils of these hunters and drives their furious chase with the awful scent of its transgression. Tears flow too, but no one notices, and no one cares. Their punishment is at hand. In moments the prey is surrounded. The spaces between the trees are filled with eyes that hate and hands that hold the promise of a life ended on the rotting leaves of the forest floor. They smile, and their teeth glint in the moonlight, still red with all that remains of their last morsel of prey. They begin to step closer. One step, two steps. When the prey turns, they are still, but they surround in all directions, moving slowly when they are not being watched. What's the time, Mr. Wolf? The time to run is over. The time to suffer has arrived. There is one last burst of strength within the prey. Not strength of arm or speed of escape. What good is fight or flight in this place? But a strength of voice, of bitter, angry recrimination. Hurling accusations upon their pursuers. Hypocrites, bullies, pathetic wretches that would hound the innocent so. Perhaps the prey earnestly believes it, casts themselves full woeful into the mould of victim of one who has done no wrong. Or perhaps they feel within themselves the weight of the sin stinking out of them, flaring the hearts of their persecutors. But see in the faces that approach them those same transgressions shining, reflected back upon them. It doesn't matter in the end, for the cry is the same. This isn't fair. This isn't right. The pack descends and the prey is silenced. Protests cut short by teeth digging into throat, nails piercing skin and clawing at gristle, bones shattering under relentless, merciless blows. And the blood and bile flow freely, exciting the pack to ever greater raptures of cruelty, of pure and cleansing rage. They taste their fury in every corner of them. There is no sound to break their peace but the wet ripping of flesh and the occasional transcendent scream of deserved agony. And then it is over. There is a moment, a single holy moment of blessed absolution, washed clean in sweet and sticky blood. And then the unease returns. The uncertainty and fear that at some moments gripped them throughout their pursuit. They look around from one to another, aware as they stand over the twitching remains that they are suddenly without prey. Expressions sharpen, eyes narrow, growls begin to bubble up deep from within each chest. They are afraid. They can each smell it wafting from the others, but who will it be? Who is the most afraid? Which of them held back? Which of them... There. You. Blood on your hands, no doubt. Blood on your lips. But not much. Not much at all. Perhaps you couldn't get close enough. There were so many hunters after all. Or perhaps you stayed your hand out of mercy. Out of... Sympathy. 
perhaps you stink of that same sin. No words need to be spoken, no accusations put in so coarse a form as voice. The pack immediately knows which among them is no longer theirs, which has exposed their own iniquity, which is now prey. The prey turns and runs, all grace of the hunt forgotten as they stumble, crashing through undergrowth and dirt. Behind them, feet pound silent. I'm done. You all right? Just peachy. I don't know, I feel like I saw something in the trees. You did. Oh, fantastic. You're very reassuring, you know that. Is it that pack thing you were talking about? No, they'd have... They'd have no interest in us. We're not one of them. Look, John... If if you know what it is, then why don't you just tell Hold me? On. So, no, no, John, you just did a statement. I don't care if you want another one. Martin, got to move. Right, Martin, do you trust me? What? Oh Christ, this can't be good. <laughs> yes. Then it's very. Listen, look at me. The next couple of minutes are going to be quite unpleasant for one of us, and I'm sorry. Uh, so what? You need to remain very calm. And don't make any sudden movements. Well, okay, now I'm worried. What do you... <laughs> don't move. Don't you fucking move. And don't you say a word or I'll cut him open. I know what the voice of yours can do, so shut it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can talk. But slow-like... You try and do any of that word magic, and he's dead. Understood. Hello, Trevor. John? What's going on? It's okay. Trust me. Okay? It's not okay. Stop fucking smiling! John? I know you keep saying we're safe, and I am feeling very calm. But just so I know, can he... Can he kill me? He could, yes. Right. If he was still a hunter. Shut it. Of course I'm still a hunter. <laughs> Gotta go with Trevor on that one, John. No. Right now he's prey. How long have you been running now, Trevor? Don't know. Too long. And Julia? dead. I'm sorry. Shut it. Should have been me. I'm old. Slow. It's not fair outliving her. But that dog of yours, that rabid bitch, she knew. Killed her first so she could see me limp away. It's a game to her. If you're looking for my pity... I'm afraid you're too late. John? What I want is to make you feel the same loss. John? It's okay, Martin. Maybe I spoke too soon. 
Perhaps I do have some pity for you. After all, I know you, Trevor. You've had a tough life. Hardship from beginning to... It's strange and twisted end. Never complained. No, you haven't, have you? Maybe that's the greatest tragedy of all this. I'm sorry, Trevor. For what? For putting us all in this situation. I had hoped you'd go for me, but... Well... I'm sorry I've reduced you lower even than prey. John? No! To bait. Oh! Oh, Christ, you... He just... Relax, Martin. I'm I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna relax. I'm sick of never knowing what's going on and then... Hello, Basira. Basira? Don't move. Either of you. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, Basira, it's us. I said don't move. This place plays tricks. It is us, Basira. Mm-hmm, sure. And you just happened to wander into Trevor's path while I was tracking him. What a fun coincidence for everybody. Not a coincidence. Can I at least put my hands down? My, my arms are kind of getting tired. Prove you're real. I... What? Like, like... Pinch you or will prove you're really Martin Blackwood. How? You could do a poem. Shut up. John, this is serious. What's something only Martin would know? What? I don't know. Fine. No, 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 wait, wait. Uh, God, I don't know. We've never hung out much. I've no idea what you know about me. What about you? I mean, I can know literally anything, so. Ask away, I guess. You understand how unhelpful that is for proving identity? I'm sorry to be an inconvenience. Well, you better think of something, or... Basira, I know you're not going to shoot us. There's already too much doubt in your mind. I told you before not to look into my head. So you do believe it's me, then? No, it'll prick. So... Can I... Yeah, put them down, Martin. It's fine. You're you. Oh. Oh. You're sure? If you were monsters, that would mean I'd get to finally kill something with your smug face. No way am I that lucky. Can't fault your logic. Come on, you've wasted enough time already. What? Hey, wait! I said, come on. What? John? After you. The Magnus Archives is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Jonathan Sims, produced by Lorianne Davis, and directed by Alexander J. Newell. It featured Jonathan Sims as The Archivist, Alexander J. Newell as Martin Blackwood, Ian Hales as Trevor Herbert, and Frank Voss as Basira Hussein. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill. visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website, or on Reddit at r slash the Magnus Archives.
Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Shona Hunter, Koashelt, Goon Squad, M. Transrights Kavana, The Far Unlit Unknown, Yolanda George, Lady C, James Brown, Savannah Whiteford, Casper Wright, Sky Martucci, Chris Cobzina, Plum177, Victoria Marmaleo, Gloaming Wang, Bree Newman, Nicholas Indrisano, Natasha Pastore, Colleen R, M. Fedorchuk, Pasha, Dave J. Bowman, Ari P, Michelle Elbert, Emma Adler, Joe, Mary, Liam Como, Illicit Tangent, Twisted Sardonic, Jennifer Thurgate, Fee Nguyen, Micah Goldstein, Charlie Erie, Gabriel Hawke, Chiara Lorraine, Alex Daigle, Melissa Sage Dumont, L. Sparrow, Alexis Costello, Rogue Kind, Loser Lord, Paul Ruger, Wolf in the Woods, Teresa Nelson, Hannah Driggs, Pickuck, Alice Segura Ardotia, and Atlas. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.